Good morning and welcome, and we bid welcome this morning to the mayor of the city of Greensburg for his monthly visit, Joshua Marsh. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, and uh, welcome to our new uh, day and time with our 2022 meeting schedule, everyone. Indeed, and uh, so, of course, uh, Tuesday night, the uh, Greensburg uh, Board of Works uh, met at uh, the new time of 5.30 p.m. and uh, had uh, a few items on there. Uh, no, most notably, uh, had the um, um, Ashley Swearing with the Decatur County Girl Scouts, uh, the Cookie Crumbles 5K, and uh, the the uh, the beauty of this is the fact that uh, street closures will not uh, be necessita- uh, will not be necessary. Yeah, this was uh, really great to see. They came forward last year and started a, another 5K, which sometimes we have uh, street closures that happen across the community, and then police have to be involved and etc. They've opted to use the East Side Walking Trail from Rebecca Park all the way up to the Decatur County School Administration Building and back. Um, which is really great because it's a safe way for them and kids and every participant um, to participate, but it also allows the community to leave the streets open. Um, They've hired a safety coordinator this year, and the Cookie Crumbles 5K is going to be Saturday, March 19th at 9 a.m. There will be lots of ways to participate and engage, so if that's something that you're interested in. I think last year they had over 50 uh, participants, and I think they're hoping for more this year. Yet again, so that would be a a really nice thing to see and uh, a great event in our community. And also, uh, Fire Chief uh, Nathan Sturmer uh, came to the uh, Board of Works to uh, approve uh, three internal promotions. Yeah, so we had uh, Curtis Lewis, who was promoted to Assistant Chief, all three of these being internal promotions, which I think is a really great thing to see. Troy Harmon was promoted to Captain, and then Jared Patience was uh, promoted to Lieutenant. So we're very excited to have those three gentlemen uh, have unofficially, I guess you could say, started their roles on the 1st of January um, as far as ranking. And then the Board of Works approved that. And we traditionally, uh, well, I guess last year we had our first sort of badge pinning ceremony with families and the public in uh, early March, maybe late April, somewhere in that range. Um, And we can, you know, hopefully have, uh, a great turnout for that to promote these three gentlemen as well. All right, then moving on to the um, city council meeting, but before the uh, council uh, was uh, uh, gaveled into session, had a uh, public hearing uh, regarding the uh, bill operate transfer for Pirate Park, uh, which we had uh, talked about in the uh, news yesterday. This is something that's incredibly exciting for us. Uh, Pirate Park has been a project we've been working on for several years that predates my time as mayor. Um, It was identified as a stellar project in the 2016 application, and we've slowly been working our way through this project, uh, paying uh, with money that we have to complete it, and we've got the land done, and now we're going to move into building a very nice uh, restroom concession and storage facility out there that will allow us to host tournaments, um, hopefully from all over the country. And the way that we're going about this, uh, traditionally governments do design, bid, build which is exactly what it sounds. You go hire an architect, they design it, then we bid it, and then we figure out how much it's going to cost, and then we decide whether we're going to build it or not. So we've already spent a decent amount of or some funds to design a project, whereas with a a build, operate, transfer, what we're doing is we're working with uh, through an RFP, which is a request for proposals, um, a qualified um, builder. They're going to give us a price based on designs that they've done, and uh, if we pick those, then we, we move forward. And so we already know the price of the project before we expend any dollars. A much more uh, financially prudent way to do this. 
and we get to lock in our price. So we're very excited to be working with GM Development. Greg Marks has done hundreds of these across the state of Indiana and kind of wrote the, wrote the rules on it, if you will, and is a really good guy. So we're excited to be partnering with him, and hopefully we'll have that um, building and open and uh, have a big old ribbon cutting sometime yet this year. All right. So, again, then moving into the uh, city council meeting, um, Ron May, the uh, city engineer, the uh, second reading on a uh, stop sign change uh, that was brought up last month. Yeah, that's um, just a rehash. You know, of course, it's the second reading item where we are uh, required to hear it twice so that if there are any changes that want to be made, and because it does include uh, a fine, I guess you could say, if you if you blow through the stop signs, then uh, that would be uh, a penalty. So we have to have two readings. And what those are, Barbara Boulevard and Richard Street, 4th Street, East Street, Greenview and Macy, Veterans in Moscow, Washington Street and Anderson, Washington Street and Monford. Um, we will be posting all of that on uh, social media and making sure that everyone's aware. But again, the best uh, awareness is awareness when you're driving. So if you're uh, at those intersections and they seem to be a little different, just take uh, extra precautions. And we'll also put up cross traffic does not stop signs um, at those locations as well. And hopefully that will that may take effect by the end of the month. All right, so uh, keep an eye out for that. And then uh, moving into new business, uh, Brian Robbins, the Greensburg Decatur County Economic Development Corporation, with the uh, tax abatement for uh, Experience Ag, and uh, this is uh, this had to be handled a little different. They wanted to um, do away with the one that was originally um, the terms, you know, the four years, and then they wanted to revi- bump it up to five years. And uh, could you walk us through that? Sure. So they, um, Experience Ag submitted an application for tax abatement back in 2021, and it went through the review process and was recommended to the city council to receive a four-year abatement. And that was granted for an estimated value of about $162,000 over the four years. Um, Experience Ag felt that that was um, not high enough for them and that they had retooled their business plan and added one more employee um, and an additional $25,000 a year in total salaries paid across the three new um, employees. They had two on their original. They added one more um, on this one. And so uh, the committee went through and reviewed it again um, and did recommend a five-year abatement, which has an estimated value of $195,000 over five years. Um, the council did take the committee's recommendation and approve that. Um, the other one was revoked. Um, they couldn't technically qualify for both because they're the same project, but just for like record keeping and, and down the road, what happened to the one from 21 that was revoked here, um, and, and we've moved on. So I think that that uh, project is now hopefully behind us, and I wish the Experience Ag team a, a great deal of uh, luck and uh, success with their project out on Veterans Way. They're a more high-tech ag-based business that works on precision planting and items like that. All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout, and we'll continue our conversation with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. 
Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back to The Daily Pod. I'm Tom Snape as we continue our monthly visit with the mayor of Greensburg, Joshua Marsh, as we uh, continue to recap Tuesday night's Greensburg City Council meeting, which uh, begin now Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. at uh, Greensburg City Hall. And uh, the uh, fire chief, uh, Nathan Sturmer, uh, came before council, and uh, he's looking uh, as looking forward to the uh, possibly uh, the new uh, fire station. Yeah, this, again, is something discussed um, throughout the 2021 year, and we're trying to just make sure that we keep moving forward uh, by forming a working group to review the um, information that was provided from the uh, RQAW, which was the architect uh, hired to do the study, and then um, look towards land purchase options if that becomes a recommendation that we should deem necessary. So the groups uh, being formed and and both the members from the Board of Works and the City Council were invited to join the group and we'll continue to, you know, make progress here in 2022 on that project as we look forward to hopefully, you know, getting that project started uh, maybe yet this year as well. And uh, regarding land acquisition now, this is not set in stone, but it's it's presented as an option at this time. Correct. The study that was conducted by RQAW had three options, um, anywhere from a light remodel all the way to new construction on new land. Um, So it's just part of the review process of what do we think is the best long-term strategy for our community. All right. And then uh, with that, we move on to another presentation by City Engineer Ron May. This is the uh, Bicycle uh, uh, Pedestrian Master Plan. And um, I understand this is going to be included and adopted as part of the uh, comprehensive plan? That's correct. Um, Our Redevelopment Commission last year started down the path of looking at uh, multi-use pedestrian bicycle planning for the community as part of their charter. And what that means is that their their long-term capital improvement plan that they put together identified these as projects they wanted to tackle and having a plan of where to tackle those projects, estimated cost, um, the layouts, designs made a lot of sense. At the same time, the Indiana State Department of Health had a grant process available to receive $10,000 towards a pedestrian bicycle master plan. So they applied for that. Um, They were awarded that. We've been working with American Structure Point since then, and now it's gone through the Redevelopment Commission, it's gone through the Plan Commission, and it came to City Council um, with favorable recommendations to adopt into our comprehensive plan. That is part of the requirement for the grant. And the process then is that that be a part of our existing comp plan. But if you may recall, we're also working on new and updating our comprehensive plan. And so this section or chapter, if you will, will practically just be copy and pasted into the new one because it's so new um, and, and is actually done by the same company that's doing our comprehensive plan. So it is a very seamless transition. It's definitely not wasted just because we're doing a new comp plan. We'll just put it in the new one as well. All right. And then also uh, Building Commissioner Sarah Hamer uh, came before uh, council with the ordinance regarding inspection fees. Yeah, this is something that's um, come up over the last uh, few months. Uh, we're having more um, inadequate work, uh, non-code compliant work being done as far as buildings, um, remodels, things like that. And so when an applicant uh, gets a building permit, they pay a certain fee 
for the inspections. And there's a group, you know, whether that be, and I won't get them all right, you know, foundation, electrical, plumbing, framing, and and final. Um, the re-inspection, if somebody fails, let's say the electrical inspection, our inspector has to go back out, and our inspector is a private contractor, meaning we pay them on a per-inspection basis. They're not an employee of the city. And so we don't receive any additional funds to pay that individual to go back and do the re-inspection. That has become an issue. So uh, the proposal is actually to leave the fee the same. It was $100 before. We're leaving the dollar amount the same, but we're adding more detailed and uh, more teeth, if you will, to the ordinance that if a reinspection is required, they need to pay the, the fee to have them um, come back and for us to administratively do all the paperwork. Mm, right. So, again, uh, those were uh, taken care of uh, on first reading. And then uh, during your time, uh, of course, uh, we touched on the uh, Pirate Park build-operate transfer agreement uh, earlier uh, when it came to the uh, public hearing. And then uh, you also had a, uh, an expenditure plan for the 2021 general obligation. And uh, could you explain a little bit about that, please? Sure. So in uh, 2021, the city council extended a or created a new bond um, based on one that was taken on the police station about 15 years ago, I believe. And that was going to roll off. So they renewed it um, for a two year cycle to help carry us over to the fire station conversation that generated about seven hundred eighty five thousand dollars worth of capital expenditure funds. And the council which would traditionally not necessarily have oversight as to what those funds are because we would traditionally uh, get a bond for one specific thing. So this one's a little bit odd. They requested um, to me that a plan be put together laying out what we plan to use those funds for. And in large part, uh, the funds are for public safety items. The police department uh, needs new heating and cooling. The fire uh, department's talking about the truck and obviously the station. And then there were was some money set aside for the inclusion park um, at Rebecca Park. I think this is a great opportunity for the city to um, substantially invest uh, to the tune of $100,000 in the inclusion park that former police chief Brendan Bridges has been working tirelessly on. Our community has been donating, raising over $100,000 in December alone for the park. Um, and then the Decatur County uh, Foundation is just being great partners with them uh, to see this through, not only for our community, but really for all of southeastern Indiana. So I'm very excited that they approve this. I think it will allow us to do some great things over the next year, year and a half. And um, that's kind of it. It's a little bit of a boring topic, but it's, uh, it's really beneficial for our community. And then hopefully this uh, will help us carry the fire station conversation on as well as that bond needs to be renewed in a couple of years when it's paid off. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of uh, interesting topics that are enclosed. I mean, it doesn't, at the surface, it doesn't sound too exciting, but at the same time, there's also some things uh, built in there that, uh, you know, that this can uh, revolve around. Yes, exactly. And, you know, it's, um, it's good to have the opportunity, you know, to, for our police department. The building was built 2006, I believe. So, you know, we're looking at 20 years, um, about 15, 20 years on those mechanics. And, you know, this is a good opportunity for us to have a large capital expenditure down there without having to cut something out of the budget somewhere else or move things around. It's, it really comes at a good time for us. And then uh, the last item was uh, council president election. It's actually uh, not a new council president, but the same one from last year. Yeah, the council selected uh, Jamie Kane to serve as our council president. 
um, you know, who is sort of my go-to um, individual. I'm like, as council president, here's what you need to know and, and conversations, uh, bounce ideas, talk to him, and he's been a great partner um, as we've continued on. And then, of course, he relays that and works with the other council members um, as well. So glad to have Jamie continuing on in that role. Anything else uh, before we let you go and uh, let you continue your day uh, this morning, Mr. Mayor? I don't think so, everyone. Have a great rest of your Thursday, and uh, we'll chat sometime soon. I'm Tom Snape for The Daily Pod.